Joining me today are two special guests, Alicia Van Stratton, our foundation and scholarship coordinator here at the college, and Aaron Aubrey, our financial aid advisor. So I'm really excited to have you both here. And one of the things I guess maybe we can start with is just kind of what happens in both of your departments. So Aaron, I'm going to toss it over to you first. What happens in financial aid, like just a few high level things? What do students need to know? Just like, you know, the basics. Okay. Um, so our department, um, we have financial advisors available to help students apply for financial aid, walk you through the process of the awards that you're given, what that means, um, really any questions that a student has about the process. We do all of the awarding then of the financial aid, the disbursement of it, um, really just helping students figure out how to navigate through that process to pay for college. Okay, so just that, getting in the door, understanding what your awards are and making sure they get that money. Yeah. So they can go to college and get the education they want. Yeah, absolutely. All right, we'll get more into some of those details in a sec, but I'm going to go over to Alicia now and say, Alicia, same thing, kind of what is foundation? I don't know if students even know that we have a foundation here. Um, sure. What do we do with that money we get or where does the money come from? So the foundation um, is a nonprofit arm of the college, so truly we are a 501c3 nonprofit. Um, so we work with organizations in the community, local foundations, family foundations, um, private donors who just want to give back to the community and to those that live in their communities. So they give money to us as a foundation, um, as a nonprofit, and then really our job is to raise as much money as we can, hopefully more each year if we're doing our jobs well. Um, to support students in different forms. So the biggest part that we support students is scholarships, which is what I'm here for today. Um, so we award out about 800000 to a $1 million a year in scholarships of all different forms. Um, but we also support programs across the college. So, um, you know, if someone comes to us that works at the college and says, hey, we have this need going on or we're seeing this happening, um, for example, the Shared Harvest, which is our food pantry, um, if, you know, they see an increase in need, we'll help fundraise for that. We have a student emergency fund where students can go to to apply for support. Um, we help fundraise for that. So all kinds of different aspects of across the college that, that you know, need extra funding. Um, but in regards to scholarships, really, it's all kinds of different organizations and people that give money to us as a foundation. And then we give it out to students to help them go to school. That's awesome. And I think that is such a cool, like, thing that we have on campus that I don't think people know. And when you say that word one million, you know, that, that M, when you put that after a dollar <laughs> amount, people start to raise some eyebrows. So it's awesome that we can give hundreds of thousands of dollars, close to a million or over a million um, a year back to our students in our community. I mean, that's awesome. Yeah, we've worked really hard. I mean, gosh, we've started this foundation has been around. I think we had, our, well, we had our 50th anniversary um, last year, so I probably am way before me. I'm old, but not that old. Um, I mean, I think it started out with probably, you know, $10,000 in scholarships. So where you think about where it started from to where it is now, it's, it's pretty awesome. Yeah, that's awesome growth. So hopefully everyone knows kind of now why this episode's called like paying for college. So we're going to kind of walk you through the process of financial aid and how you're going to get resources on campus to applying for our scholarships and then, you know, coming here and using that money to get the education that you want. So I'm going to go back to Aaron and just say, what is like the first step? If I want to come to college, what is the first step I should do financially? 
Um, I don't I don't know what that is. I have a few ideas, so I'm not going to posit anything. I'm going to let you answer, and then I'll ask some follow-ups. Yeah, so the first step would definitely be filling out the FAFSA. Um, so that FAFSA is the free application for federal student aid. Um, that's the, the one application that a student would have to do to apply for any of the federal aid. Um, the majority of the state aid that we award, everything is based off of that FAFSA. Um, so step one would definitely be completing that, putting NWTC on there as the school. Um, and then we in the financial aid office get that application and can start to process it from there. Okay, so day one, step one, FAFSA. Yep. And if I need help with that, can I call financial aid? Yeah. If I'm struggling, you know, I know I want to go to NWTC, that's something you could do? Yeah, one of the, the cool things about NWTC is we always have, I should say always, but the vast majority of the hours that we're open, we have a financial aid advisor on call. Um, so almost any hour that you call, there's one of us available via phone. Um, we also have chats now, so we take chats. Um, we have a general email that we're in all day. Um, and then we always have an advisor on call on campus as well. Um, so students can call, chat, email, stop in, um, and we're always here to help. Okay, so first step, VASPA, you have awesome resources available if students have questions, even when that first step. And then what's the second step? Say they, get, they fill out their FAFSA, um, it's now fall semester, say, and they're going to start, um, or maybe before they start. Yeah. What What's the next step? Getting How do they get that award? How do they find out more information about yeah. what's next? So definitely, we say this all the time, make sure you're checking your student email. Um, all of the communications that we send have to go to a student email due to FERPA. Um, so everything's going to come through there. Um, once we process that FAFSA application and pull it in, students get an email from us letting you letting them know that we have it. Um, and if there's any additional information that we need, they'll get that via email as well. Um, some students are selected for verification, so there's more things that we need. Um, once we have everything, then we offer them a financial aid package. Um, and again, they'll be emailed once that aid is out there for them to view and accept. Um, and yeah, that's, that's basically how it goes. So. Okay. So they accept that package and then they know what they're getting for the semester. Yep. Um, and that package usually covers a few different things or it can, right? So yeah. there's something that would be, you know, funded by you, the student. There's grants or um, I'm, I'm thinking of the word right now, but it's Loans. not coming out. Loans. Yep. There we go. Thank you. <laughs> See, this is why you're a financial aid expert. This is your job. Yeah. Yeah, so depending on the student's eligibility. So unfortunately, not every student is going to be eligible for um, the need-based aid, like the grants. Um, every student is for sure going to be offered at least a student loan, um, you know, barring any, any issues like prior defaulted loans, things like that. Um, but for the most part, students will for sure at least be offered a loan um, to help with those funds. And some students, if they have that unmet need, can also be offered grants um, and things like that as well. Awesome. And then if they need help understanding what those are, again, yep. you're the resource that the financial aid office yeah. is the place to be. Absolutely. And then I want to touch back with Alicia on kind of that other component, right? Yeah. That scholarship yep. component. And scholarships aren't things that you have to pay back. They're really awesome awards, um, like you said, from some of our community members and people that care in our foundation. So can you just explain what scholarships are and kind of what the application process looks like here at NWTC? Sure. So yeah, as as Aaron mentioned, um, like it's basically there's money from the federal government and then there's money from what we call private organizations. So hence scholarships. So um, really the biggest thing that we tell students in the foundation is their job is to just get the application in. So we have two timelines or two deadlines that we have the application open. Students can apply um, 
Like right now, for example, the application just closed November 5th, and that is for students applying for scholarship funding for the spring semester. And then in the spring, it'll open up again for the following fall semester. So basically, it, op it is open once a semester for the next semester coming up. Um, and we kind of joke, honestly, the, the best way to describe scholarships and the way to apply is the dating game, which I know, I know sounds silly and again, probably aging myself, but really like a lot of students are familiar with like you have to hunt and pack for this, you know, oh, here's a scholarship for welding students or here's a scholarship for automotive students or here's a scholarship for nursing. And they have to kind of think, am I qualified? Am I, you know, am I going to get it? Um, we try to make it as easy as possible for our students. So we have one general application that students apply. So they log in through their regular student account. They get linked up. They apply for the scholarship. They answer the questions. And again, we tell them their job is just to do a good job writing it, filling in the information, you know, spell check, grammar check, all those fun, boring things. Um, and then honestly, get it in on time. Um, they have to get one letter of reference, basically. Um, to be qualified. So two things, they have to turn it in or submit it on time and they have to have a letter of reference. Um, it's all done online. And the beautiful part of it is the system, the, the joys of technology does the matching for them. So if you're a student that happens to be in nursing and we have five nursing scholarships out there, they're going to automatically match up to it. Um, and then we have lots of donors who don't have program criteria. So I think that's the biggest thing is students think, oh, it has to, you know, they might look, you can search our system. Oh, there's only one welding scholarship. So I'm not going to apply. Um, we have actually hundreds of scholarships that literally the donor just says, I just want to give back to students going to school. So there is no program criteria. It's just you have to be enrolled. That's it. Um, and so that's why we tell students just their job is to get it in on time and get that letter of reference. Yeah. And I think those are reasonable expectations. And you're also there to help, right? Well, if they have questions, who should they reach out to if they're struggling with the application? Correct. I don't know what we can say. Is there limits on what you can tell them? Or So actually, that's a good question. We actually, I know this sounds silly, but we at the foundation necessarily can't help them write it because we're also the ones awarding it. So ethically, we, we can't give them like, hey, this sounds good or this sounds bad or this is going to increase your chance. Um, the beautiful thing is we have all kinds of writing labs, academic coaches. They actually have specialty, um, or at least they did prior to COVID. I'm, I think they still have them now virtually, um, like scholarship writing workshops where students could pop in and get help on like, what do I say on this essay? Or how, like, what does this question mean? Um, and then we also have a video that walks them through how to do the application. We have like, you know, informational flyers of like, what does it mean to write an essay? Um, so yeah, we as the foundation can answer like the tech, you know, the deadlines, what they need, things like that. Um, but we can't necessarily give them guidance on if it's a good application or bad, if that makes sense. No, that does. And I think that's important to note that we are trying to be ethical and fair in how we distribute Correct. these scholarships. And like you said, there's also a lot of scholarships available that aren't program specific. Because I think sometimes people do get discouraged yep. or they see those numbers and like, oh, there's only a few. Like, I know there's a lot of the friends of mine that are even applying right. and we're in the same program you know and i think that's awesome to know that there is money there and i think that what i learned when i was going to college was just keep applying right yeah i mean honestly it's a national it's a national issue um i think similar probably to filling out financial aid lots of students just don't submit it i i get it right it's like you what's you have homework you have jobs you have families like uh the last thing you want to do is log online and answer some questions but honestly it should probably only take you maybe an hour and then everything is done electronically it saves from semester to semester so you can apply every semester here so if you don't get it one semester don't freak out you can apply the next semester um, and so really you know some are merit-based on grades and volunteer work some are totally program-based some are 
just again enrolled. I mean, that's the difference between us and financial aid is it's really the donors that drive kind of that that funding source. Yeah, no, that's that's a great distinction. And I think that's that's awesome. I mean, we have a lot of different ways that we can help students get money and also get their education. I mean, pursue what they want. Um, so I really like that piece. And I guess kind of carrying along that. So say I'm a student, we're going through the student journey here. I get my financial aid award from financial services through the FAFSA. And then I apply for some scholarships. I got one, but I'm still worried that maybe I'm going to be short or I need some extra cash during the semester. And I don't know if I should stay working, you know, at the same hours I have been. Do we offer like budgeting services or can we help a student create a budget for the semester? Does that housed in financial aid? Um, so we offer it, but it's housed in student support services. Okay. So um, same area over in um, the SC building. Um, but yeah, student support services does offer that. Um, I think it's primarily Faith that does it, and she does an excellent job working with the students. Um, so financial aid wouldn't necessarily be the place, um, but student support services would. And that's, a, if I can jump in, yeah. I mean, student support, so we always tell students, um, scholarships are competitive, right? So um, in a perfect world, right, we would have an infinite amount of money mm -hmm. to be able to give out. Unfortunately, we always have more students apply than we do scholarships. But again, as you maybe remember me mentioning before, we do a lot more fundraising just for just than scholarships. So we also, there's all kinds of what we call child care programs. So if you're looking, if you're, you got scholarships, you got financial aid, but you need child care support. We actually have programs that pay for child care. We have the student emergency fund. We have the shared harvest, which is our food pantry. We have the career closet. Those are all things we support. But definitely your stop would be student support services. Because for us as a foundation, I would say probably 90% of the fundraising and the, the money that we raise is then kind of managed out of that student support services. So they're like your one stop. Hey, I got this. I got this. I'm still struggling to pay rent or electrical bills or food or things of that nature. They have they kind of know all the different pots and can really help you walk through that. And yeah, they do a great job budgeting and helping you kind of figure that out too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that's that's awesome. And I didn't know where that was housed. I knew we did it on campus. <laughs> so I wasn't trying to trick anyone. Yeah, but no. I appreciate your answers. Yeah. I think that's that's really helpful and transparent and that's something that we should also call is that student support services is a great spot. Um, we'll actually have some more podcasts with some people from student support service um, on here to talk about what they do. I know they do a lot of things and you yeah. mentioned some of them, Alicia, but um, that'll be really interesting as we go through and find out more about that and let the listeners know. And if you want to know now, just go on our website. You can look up all of these things. You can look up financial aid, you can look up foundation, you can look up student support services and anything else. Um, we really want to be transparent with what we're offering. And we also want you to know that don't let like money stop you. We have a lot of options to help you. We want you to get the education that you're interested in. So if you have questions or concerns, you know, always talk to someone. Financial aid advisor is probably your best first stop. Yeah. And then once you're in the door and you're going for that program, we'll have you, we'll connect you with those other resources you need to keep you here. And um, we want you to succeed. And that's, I think, the biggest thing. So uh, another thing that I just want to touch on, and this is a little fun one before we get into just kind of some last tidbits. Um, and I ask this to everyone, and I ask you not to be mad at me because it's kind of an ambush question. <laughs> oh boy. But I don't, but I don't preview it because I want an authentic answer. So whoever gets the first one here, who who wants to answer first? Because you get a distinct disadvantage over the second person because they get to think of the answer. Uh, I do we rock paper scissors? I'll go first. <laughs> okay. So it, it's really not high stakes. It's okay. just it's just <laughs> interesting. Me a yeah, no, here. I definitely hype it. But if you could pursue any one program at NWTC, what would it be, and why? Uh, I would say accounting. Um, I'm a numbers person. My degree's in um, business administration and finance, and 
in hindsight, I, I love numbers. So I think if I were to go for anything, it would probably be accounting. Although I do, there's so many things that we offer here. I mean, it's, there's, you could literally do anything under the sun at this place. So um, I would say probably accounting just because that's what I like. Um, but yeah, there's so, there's so like horticulture I had a student last week it's like that would be so fun to do um nurse I mean there's there's so many options but probably accounting all right accounting for the oh, win Alicia oh man is it inappropriate to say the vineyard program right yes winery? that's a good one too <laughs> no um did I, I, use it is a program did I mention I have kids so that <laughs> might feed into that I I don't know I love what I do so I don't boy I don't it's not replacing yeah. what you're doing. Just if you want to learn yeah. even a skill, um, someone turned the tables on me and asked yeah. me this question, and I grudgingly answered. And I said welding. I don't know. Yeah. Just be, I'd, it'd just be something be cool, cool to know. Learn, I don't know yeah. if I would be good at it or if I would use it often because I'd have to buy the equipment. But it'd be cool to know how to do. So it could be something yeah. like that. Hmm. I, I'm going to stick with my vineyard. Yeah. And someday maybe I'll just retire and I'll just like, yeah. I like it. live in a Hallmark <laughs> picture vineyard somewhere yeah. and produce wine <laughs> vintner alicia vineyard? no vin- vineyard well i think it's vintner is like a person oh. that makes wine and you'd have a vineyard, a vineyard right yeah. a vintner I th- i'm pretty sure <laughs> that sounds right it sounds fancy so we're gonna, go with, we're gonna yeah. go with that i know that's a little off topic but i think it's fun and i also think it's really interesting so far no two people have answered the same <laughs> and i think that goes to speak kind of to what you said aaron there's so many things here yeah and you can really pursue your passions. And that's why I like to ask, because I always am curious, like what different people are drawn to, because it is so different and we have so many things. So usually there's something that you would be interested yeah. here. So, so I appreciate your honest <laughs> answers. And I think that's fun. And I hope people enjoy that. Um, if they don't like that segment, you can always let me know at podcast.nwtc.edu on the email. So far, no one's complained though. So I'm going to stick with it. So I guess the next thing, or kind of as we get into the wrap-up stage here, are there any events that students can go to to learn more about student finance throughout the year? Or are there favorite things that you've done with students? Maybe that's a loaded question. I know that's like two different directions, but whatever one you'd like to answer. Um, so pre-COVID, we had a lot more. We would do like the SOAR sessions, um, FAFSA sessions, things like that. Um, we do a lot, we just wrapped them up, but we do a lot with high school nights. So, um, we go to the school, give presentations about financial aid, about the FAFSA. Um, so those primarily take place in like September, October. Um, we just had our last one last week. Um, also like college goal events where we go out to the high schools and help them complete the FAFSA. Um, and then, yeah, just like the new student, we're restarting those again, the SOAR session. So for new students that are coming, um, they can come beforehand, get questions answered. It talks about paying for college in that presentation as well. Um, but really for current students, just know that we're always, like I said, there's 99% of the time, there's always one of us that are available for questions. Awesome. And then anything, I know there's some things with like alumni and things that come out right. of like, the foundation side. But are there any events that students can attend? And if the answer is no, it's... So we are, because we're super small staff, there really is only four of us that are full-time. And because we have to raise that million dollars every year, um, we tend to be busy doing that. But yeah, we don't, I mean, I would say we probably tie into, in regards to scholarships, any of the, you know, we try to be, have a presence at like some of the SOAR sessions or like the open houses Mm -hmm. and things like that. Uh, I would definitely put a plug in if you're a student, you know, that's looking close to being graduated. Um, definitely our alumni association has a lot more events and we, we're really trying to encourage our alumni to 
help kind of mentor that next round of students that's coming through and kind of share their experiences. Um, so that would definitely be a way they could get involved as well. No, that's a, that's a good plug. And I think that's super value that me- valuable, that mentorship. That's a super high impact way to, you know, make a difference in someone's life. And that's something that I think is super rewarding, having done some mentoring and also having been a mentee. Um, I thought that relationship was awesome and encouraged me to do that after I graduated as well. So yeah, definitely. That's an awesome plug. And I'm happy you said that. Um, I guess the last thing as we get to the end here, what did I miss? Did I miss anything from either of you? Because this is the time to add it before I hit stop here. I would say the only other thing financial aid wise that students can take some students again is need based, but we have a work study program. Um, We have quite a bit of funding left for this year if students are interested. Um, It is need based, so unfortunately not every single student is eligible for it. Um, But we have a vast array of positions available on campus, everything from the foundation office assistant. Um, we have one in financial aid, there's lab aids. So if you're in the automotive program, they hire lab aids. If you're in the nursing program, they hire lab aids. Um, there's so many opportunities out there and it's a great way to, it pays 13, 15 hour. You get a paycheck every two weeks. So it's, it's a really great way to find a job that knows that you're a student first. Um, so you're going to be able to work around your class schedule. You're going to be able to get that paycheck every two weeks. Um, and then also you're getting something that you can put on your resume when you're done with school if you're, you know, maybe don't have a lot of work experience. Um, it's a really great program. So if, if anyone listening is interested in that, just reach out to our office and we can talk through eligibility. Okay. Yeah. And that's, would that be on that initial awards package? Would it say they were eligible Sometimes, for? Sometimes. Okay. Um, it's one of the sources of aid that we um have a limited amount of so the way that we go through that process is we award on a first come first serve basis um, but not every student is going to accept that work study award so then we run it on a wait list Um, so some students may initially be offered that but a lot of the students that get it are ones that reach out to us say hey i wasn't awarded this i'm interested and then we award it off of the wait list so Okay. And if you're interested in finding out what's available, is that just on that nwtc.edu forward slash careers? Like our main site, can they search where all our job postings are? Would that be posted there? Um, Yes and no. Everything's moved into Handshake now. So that's where those postings are located. Um, In order to see them though, you have to have an accepted award. So um, we have a PDF of it that if there's students that want to see it, they they can look through it that way. Um, but for the most part, everything's housed in Handshake now, um, so students can apply via that. Okay, well, that's awesome to know. And then for everyone that's listening, if you are a student, you already have a Handshake account. Mm-hmm. You just log in as you would with your normal NWTC login and password. It's already created for you. The profile won't be filled out if it's your first time in there, but you do have an account. So if you haven't heard of Handshake yet, that's something that you have available to you as a student, and that helps you find all kinds of awesome resources and jobs and internships while you're in college and then after you leave. Yeah. So another little plug there. But how about for you, Alicia? Anything I missed? Um, well, I mean, I'll second the work study because we <laughs> haven't had a work study in a couple of years. So pick us. Yeah, so um, <laughs> if you liked what Alicia's been saying, pick us. Yeah, you might have an opportunity here. Anyway, um, shameless plug. Sorry. But no, I would say the biggest thing um, that we hear from students is, I never was that student that would qualify for, or I didn't think I was that student that would qualify for a scholarship in high school, so I'm just not going to apply because I'm never going to get it. Or I applied one time and I got, didn't get it, so I'm never going to apply again. And those are kind of the 
like I get it it's it can be tough rejection is not fun for anyone <laughs> um but just keep trying keep applying because again we're we're always giving out money and um so yeah just keep applying all right and then uh do you know your like emails or anything for your departments if they have questions by yeah. hand yeah do you want to just say what your email is sure. as well super easy it's foundation at nwtc.edu okay yeah, and ours is an abbreviated version of financial aid, so it's F as in Frank, I-N-A-I-D at nwtc.edu. Okay, perfect. So if you want to reach out, if you have questions, that's the easiest way to do it. Like I said, you can also access it through our nwtc.edu website, and you can just go online and look for those departments. Um, if you have any questions, feel free to email the inbox at podcast at nwtc.edu, and I can relay to either Aaron or Alicia today. Um, so feel free to do that. Otherwise, this brings us to the end of this episode of the Bald Eagle Podcast. Thank you for tuning in, and remember, we're streaming now on all major podcasting platforms, iTunes, Spotify, and Google Podcasts, and many more. Thank you.